Hey, Bokatov, today's daf is daf Yud Zion in Megillah. Again, we learned for Fur Shlema, for Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal. <coughs> we start the new parak today. Hakoras and Megillah Mafreya. The Megillah, Megillah's Esther, has to be read in order. You cannot read it out of order. Mafreya means backwards, but it means you can't read anything out of order. The, the, first, the first word has to come before the second word, and so on. Is that maybe obvious? Well, maybe you think it doesn't have to be. Uh, you didn't get a chance, or maybe you learned the second parak first, and you knew that parak, and you figured, let me lay that one first. No, it's got to be in order. We'll see why it's learned out of Sukkim. <clears throat> so, of course, you're not Yodzei, you didn't fulfill your obligation. It has to be read from the written scroll, from the Megillah. You can't read it, Targum. if you read it in Aramaic, and that's not your native tongue. In other words, if you know Hebrew and you read it in Targum, or even if it's written that way, if you wrote it in Targum, or B'choloshon, or any other language, not Yotze. Aval, he says right away, a person who's foreign who doesn't know Hebrew, and he wrote, and, and he had a Megillah written, let's say, in English. Today you have an English Megillah. So he's Yotze. Who don't understand Hebrew, if they have it in their language, in their native tongue, in their vernacular, then it's okay. Uh, the foreign is greeted Laz. Laz means a foreign language. Rashi says, Laz also means evil talk, right? Motzi Laz right? Evil talk, or uh, that Lashon that, Hara is also Laz. Oh, but the other way, a foreigner who heard it in Hebrew, we said, what is Ashuras? Ashuras we had the other day is Lashon HaKodesh, Rashi said, you remember? Rashi said that Ashuras is Lashon HaKodesh. So that, that literally means that uh, if you heard it in regular Hebrew, and Ashuras, Rashi, Rashi was Rashi on Chesam and Beis, so Lashon HaKodesh, in other words, it's not just the Ksav, the way it's written, the way we write a Sefer Torah, our, our, our script, it also means the language, the language itself of Hebrew. So even if he's not, even if he doesn't understand it, if a foreigner hears it in Hebrew, even if he doesn't understand the Hebrew, he's Yotze. However, you who understand Hebrew, you can't read it in a foreign language. Let's say you skipped around. So well, explain. What, what if, what if mm-hmm. someone who doesn't understand re- reads it in Hebrew, but doesn't understand the Ashur means Hebrew. Right, right. No, yeah, so same thing. Same thing. If he knows how to read it, if he is Shama, if he heard it, if he no, assumed it. In other words, right. a lot of people will get up and lay the Megillah and they don't know what it means. Then, uh, that's so a, then they, they're Yotze. That's, that's yeah, Yotze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you read it, doesn't say you have to understand. He just means, even if he didn't, even if he if he read it for sure, reading is for sure. The, 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 yeah, reading is for sure Yotze. But if he heard it, even if he didn't understand it, he's Yotze that way too. Uh, you could ask that about anybody who lanes anything. If he doesn't understand yeah. it, are you sure right. that he understands it? If he reads it, that's good enough. So, Allah He has to have kavana to be yotze, right. right? If he read it, but even if he doesn't understand a word, he's telling you. Let's say he skipped. Skirug usually means skipped around, but here it means Rashi says it means that he started and stopped, and it's, he waited in between. You stopped for a while, had a bite to eat or something, you waited. Even if you waited long and finished. You're still Yotza, misnamnim, or you're half asleep. You're Yotza. You know how much could he understand that way if he read it? You know, read that way, right? Even if he's half asleep, you're Yotza. How you close the door? Show Let's say he wasn't reading the Megillah. He was writing a Megillah. He was writing a Megillah. You know how you write a Megillah? You take another Megillah and you copy it, right? You write it on another Megillah. He was writing it, or he was expounding it, or my gear, or he was fixing it. And keeping the Yotza, 
if he had kavana, in other words, was on Purim day, and he had kavana that as he's writing it or he's fixing it or whatever, he wants to be yotze, he's yotze that way too. So he has to have kavana. In other words, you have to you have to read it for the purpose of reading the Megillah. If he was only reading it to fix it or to teach it or something like that, he's not yotze. We'll see. These are different kinds of compounds, different kinds of agents that are not regular ink. Ink has to come from a certain plant, uh, like a, like the black of a shoemaker. And these things, sikra and sam and sikra are reddish, or red, sam is like comes from the earth. Sikra is also like from a, from a reddish kind of a plant. Kumus of Kankamta, these are other compounds that are not ink. All in here, you didn't write it on on um, hide, right? On parchment, you wrote it on paper. Aldifter is also a kind of parchment that's not 100% kosher. We'll talk about that in the Gemara. Lo yotza'ach takes subashurus until it's written in ashurus, which is Hebrew. Allah sefer uvidyo. It's got to be written in the Hebrew language on a sefer, meaning on parchment and with proper ink. Now, we just said before, this seems to contradict what we said before, because before we said that for a person who doesn't understand Hebrew, if he has written in English, it's okay. So how does it say over here, Loyotzach takes suba ashiras? The Gemara will talk about this, but the idea some Farshim say is that even if you write it in English, it's got to be written with Hebrew letters, so to speak, like transliterated. You understand? Like you say, he, in other words, it's written in Hebrew letters, right? right? But in English words, English words, words are in English, but it's not with the English alphabet, but with the Hebrew alphabet. Because at the beginning he says that, if, that for loazos, for foreigners, you can, you can read it in, in laws, in a foreign language. But then he says, it's got to be in Hebrew. So which one is it? So maybe it could just mean that for us it's got to be written in Ashuras. But some of Farshim say that Ashuras means that even if you write it, even if it's in a foreign language, it's the got to be, the to script be. has to be Hebrew script, which you're reading, you know, like you would read. Like say, reading. You write, Reish, Yud, Dalit, you know, Yud, Nun, Gimel, reading. You know, you write it in those kind of languages. That could be what he means. I mean, not immediately, where do we get this idea that you can't read it backwards or out of, out of sequence, let's call it? It says got to be like they, they wrote it and it was like in their times. You can't have you can't have the, it was it was it was celebrated on the fourteenth and fifteenth. You can't separate on the fifteenth. Can't celebrate. It's impossible to celebrate on the fifteenth and then on the fourteenth because time doesn't work that way. So also the writing also has to be cannot be lafre. It can't be barcodes. So does it say anything about reading it? It talks about We're talking about it says Leos Osim to celebrate it. We're not talking. Our mission is talking about reading a Megillah. So you want to bring a proof because it says Just like Zman can't be backwards, you can't go back in time and say You can't take yesterday back. Time is time. Once it's gone, it's gone. You can't go backwards. So the same way. The re- Megillah can't be read backwards. But who's talking about reading over here? Midi Kriyik said, we're not talking about reading. We're talking about celebrating. To make these two days, the 14th and 15th of Adar, to make them for him. So how do you know that you can't read it backwards or out of sequence? These days, will be remembered and they will be celebrated, be done. You will keep them. Remembering them, which is reading the Megillah, is like performing them. Just like you can't do it, you can't perform it backwards in time. Mentioning it is also not, you can't go backwards in time. And we'll, talk, and we'll see later on in the Gemara, how do you know that Schira is actually reading the Megillah? Maybe Schira is just learning it or remembering it. 
So the Gemara will talk about that also. Why is so, the Gemara's half of that this is any different than anything? Excellent, part? excellent. It's exactly where we're going to get to right now. How do you know that you can't do other things? In other words, we'll see because the other things also need a special limud. It's a good point. In other words, if we wouldn't, we're going to see now, other things also have to be done in proper, in proper order, as we're going to talk about now. So we have a Pasuk teaching me, because it says, it says, They will be, Nasim means to do them, to perform it, to celebrate the holiday. And remembered it, remembering it is with the, um, remembering it is with the, re- uh, the reading the Megillah. So just like the performing it has to be done first the 14th and the 15th, it's got to be done in order. The same way the reading has to be that way. Tana, now the uh, Abraisa, uh, Tana of Abraisa learned, v'chein b'hal v'chein kriyas shma That's what we're going to talk about now. How do you know halal also is to be in order, the order of the halal, then the kriyas shma is to be in order, and tefillah. And Rashi says, we'll see that kriyas shma, maybe also, maybe you could read Vayim Shema first. Maybe you don't even have to read the word. Maybe you could say Yisrael Shema. How do you have to say Shema Yisrael? I said the words. What's the if I did it out of order? God put it in order for me. No, it's got to be in order. We'll see now why. How do we know? How do we know? How do you know? How do you know? You need a limit for each one. You know, Rabbi Medesivit says, in the Hallelujah, from the sun in the east until it sets. Well, that's good. That, you can't change that just like that, right? It's got to be, that's got to be in order. Same way Hallelujah's got to be in order. Part of the Hallelujah is from east to west. The day. Just like the day is in order, you can't go backwards in time. Rabbi Yomar, Yehi Shem Hashem Avorach. Yehi is like, it'll always be. Rashi in the last line of the page says, Kaviyoso Yehi, Hilul Hashem, praising God, Berchoso Kisidra, like it always is. It's always in order, so you can't, you can't, you can't change, you can't uh, uh, depart from that order. From now until forever. In other words, time goes in sequence. You can't go back. So just like all these are hints that you can't go back in time. It's got to go east to west. Got to go. Uh, the sun goes east to west. The day goes morning to night. Uh, one minute after the next, and you can't go back in time. The same way, hollow has to be in order because those are the things mentioned in the hollow. Kriyashma. How do you know Kriyashma? Remember, the Tanya, listen, this famous price. This is brought down in Brachas. Brought down in, in, in Sota. Can you say Kriyashma in any language? If you don't know, remember it's with Maran Sota, what things can be said, not in, you know, in the vernacular. If you don't understand it, you could say things in, in, uh, in uh, English, let's say. Can you daven in English? If you don't know Hebrew, can you daven in English? So there are many things can be done in the vernacular, and some things have to be done in Hebrew. So here we have Machlokas. Kriyashma, Tafik, it's got to be in Hebrew. Divir Rebbe. You can say Kriyashma in any language. My time in Rebbe, what's Rebbe's reason? The Pasuk says, It's got to be the way it's written here. It's written in Hebrew. You've got to do it in Hebrew. Rebbe, my time in Rebbe, Shema, hear, O Israel. Right? You've got to be able to hear it. If you don't understand the language, you don't understand what you're saying, you're not really hearing it. Right? You're not listening. Rebbe says, the reason it says Shema is you've got to hear it. Not like you got to say it so loud that you're disturbing everybody else in the shul, but you got to say it loud enough that you can hear it. Even whispering it as loud is, is you know, some people just stop too loud. They bother other people. You can whisper it to yourself, right? So, so, so he you says, pardon? Did I ever tell them not to? You're asking me. Why am I responsible? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have told people. And I've told people also. It's very to tell no, you, you have to tell them in a in a way that you yeah, can. There's a certain person in the shul 
who davens not the words out loud, but he makes noises in middle. He makes noises when he davens. And he's been here for forty years, and nobody ever says anything. And it's really, it's very bothersome. Um, you know, like, like he doesn't realize it, I guess. And some, somebody has to tell him. And, you know, somebody has to tell him privately, but it's harder as time goes on to correct him. We did correct somebody who was, didn't, who, who thinks that when he says Shmon Esrei, Chazar uh, Sashat, and he says that when it comes to Birkas Kahanim, he's supposed to whisper. Actually, no. It says more Lehem, you're supposed to say it out loud. But people think mistakenly that, oh, I'm only doing it to remind the Kohen what to say. You know, to just to help him out, so I'll whisper to him. No, you're supposed to say it in a regular tone. You don't have to scream it. You have to say it out loud. There's a lot of mistakes that people make. Also, people make mistakes all the time. People, look, you start davening, and many times we're rushing, and uh, I, I see people come in, and they don't say, uh, they don't say Shemun Esrei with the tzibur, which is the most important part of davening. Otherwise, right. you could daven at home. Right? Time. And they happens all the time. They come in, they start from the beginning. I want to go in order. Right. I want to go in order. Hey, they learned this parakah, Kore Lebafreya. You're not supposed to read out of... Not true. When it comes to davening, you're supposed to skip the parts. I many times can't finish... Uh, um, Zimra. I say Korbanis at home at four in the morning because otherwise I'd never be able to get anywhere here. I say Korbanis, but even even sometimes I can't finish it. So you, I say Baruch Shemar Ashrei Yishtabach. Go on with the Tzibah for Kriya Shman Shman Esrei, and then I make it up later, either davening or later in the day. A lot of mistakes that people make, but you're talking about mistakes that people that bother other people. People bother other people, and uh, there are many good people that they think they're supposed to say it out loud and work on it, and they don't realize that they're disturbing other people. But in any case, Rebbe says the reason it says Shema is because you're supposed to hear it yourself. At least you should hear it. For you that way too. If you just whispered it, even if you didn't hear it in your own ears, you're also Yotzer. You should say it loud enough that you could hear yourself. By the way, not so with Shmonesrei. In the silent Shmonesrei, nobody's supposed to hear you make a peep. In fact, the, the, the rabbis uh, tell us that, you know, many times it's, uh, it's Rosh Chodesh and you say, Yalav uh, to remind everybody. No, you're not supposed to do that. You want to give a clap before, that's okay. But you're not supposed to say, the silent one is just really 100% silent. Nobody should hear you. Period. You know, people make mistakes and they're not taught. The problem with Kriya Shema is that as people get older and more hard, yeah, they can't hear themselves. They yeah. want to hear themselves. They're hard of hearing. So they're, they're speaking louder so they can hear themselves. That's my complaint in general about the people who talk in shul. I'm not telling people when to talk, not to talk. Don't do what you want. The problem is, as we are an older crowd, when they, we can't whisper because the guy can't hear us. So, so the, the, when people talk in shul, if they would whisper, it wouldn't be so bad, but they disturb other people because we can't hear them. What did, what did you say? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's very what, what's that? There was somebody who was hard to hear. Yeah. Always down in the front. Right, right. Yeah. And in the middle of Shmonesra, all of a sudden he'd be loud. Yeah. Because you know? he couldn't hear. The rabbi hear. stopped his. He stopped, stopped yeah. His right, so you have to do it. Over to and to, yeah, to try to do it in, in, in a nice way, not yeah. to embarrass the person. Okay, so anyway, so the Rabbanans say that if you read Shema Elishwas, you're Yodse. In other words, you should hear, but Rebbe holds that Shema is to say you have to hear it, otherwise, not Yodse. So Rebbe says, Bahayu is what? To teach me? It's got to be in Hebrew. Got to be in Ashura. It's got to be in Hebrew. And Rabbanan say, no, 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 no. Shema b'chalosh neshat Rebbe says, Shema is to teach me. You got to hear it. Rabbanan say, you don't have to hear it. Rebbe Nami Yaksiv, what does Rabbanan do with Bahayu? It's got to be that way. Bahayu, Bahayu, Advar Meila. Ah, that's what we're concerned about. 
Then we said, just like we're at Sar Gemara. You can't read the Megillah out of order. You can't read, you can't say Howl out of order. And you can't say Shema out of order. Shall you complain? Obviously, Howl is Drabonan. Shema is Kriya Shema's Daraisa. And Megillah is also Drabonan. But here we're saying that even Drabon or the Raisa, they need a source. So we got a source for the Megillah, we got a source for Hal, and here's a source for Kriyashma, Shalikim Afreya. And we go like the Rabbanan. Rebbe Shalikim Afreya, this Tosus on Amad Aleph is really referring to Rashi based near the Rashi. Tosus says, Allah is like the Chachamim, that what you could say it, uh, you could say it in any language. Right, also like that if you read, if you said Shema, you didn't hear it yourself. You're also Yotze. Just said it very silently. You have to say the words. You can't read the words. You can't read like we read English. You know, by looking with your eyes. You got to say that. You have to mouth the words. But if you didn't hear it, you're also Yotze, like the Chacham. So how does Rebbe know? We just said the Rabbanan say that uh, they, they learn out from Bahayu, you have to say it in order. You can't say Yisrael Shema or Echad Hashem. So they say, Yisrael Shema can Hashem Echad. And the whole thing has to be in order. So Rebbe, Shalikim Afreya Manali, how does he know he uses Bahayu to say that it's got to be in order, that it's got to be uh, in Hebrew, how does he know it's got to be in order? Midvarim hadvarim, by you, varim hadvarim. He says, hadvarim, these words have to be this way in this order. That's right. Oh, so if Rebbe holds what? That Shema has to be dafka in Hebrew. So that if you lane the Torah, if you're going to lane for Eira this week, you can lane it in English. Why? Because the whole Torah is to be in Lashon Kodesh. Why does Shema have to be in Hebrew? Why does the Paschal Mivahayu is in Hebrew? If everything has to be in Hebrew, everything else can be in, in, in the vernacular. So still need a I might think really... It, it could very well be the Rebbe holds the whole Torah has to be written in, it has to be read in Hebrew also, right? But still, you need Bahayu. Bahayu it's Rosaka. I might think Shema because if it wouldn't be Bahayu, I would think yes, the whole Torah has to be in Hebrew. But since by Shema it says Shema, you have to hear it, you have to understand it. Maybe you go like the Rabbanan, you can say it in any lashon. no. Even for Shema, where it says Shema, that's only you should be able to hear it. But uh, but the Bahayu teaches me it's still got to be in Hebrew like the rest of the Torah. What about the Rabbanim? Let me say Rabbanim called Torah Belashon Hakadosh Nemar. The Rabbanim say Shema can be read in any language. Mashma that they hold the whole Torah has to be read in Hebrew. These Hakadai the Belashon that the whole Torah can be read in Hebrew in, in any language. Lamalila Mechtam Shema. Why is it Shema by Kriya Shema? The whole Torah also can be read in English. No, the truth is Hakadai the Chamina Vayu Karebi. The truth is you want to say these Belashon Mashma that the Chums must say what that the whole Torah must be in Hebrew. Why? Because otherwise, why do I need? Uh, Shema to tell me they could be in English if everything could be in English. No, the truth is that the whole Torah, uh, uh, the, the whole Torah could be in any language. Also, why does it say Shema though? Hear it in any language? I might think to tell me. I mean, maybe Vahayu, but it comes to Shema. Shema has to be in Hebrew Dafka, even though the rest of the Torah not. I, that's what I might think like Rebbe, because of Rechman Shema, tell, tells me that Shema, that no, Shema, just like the rest, the Shema could be in any language. As far as the whole Torah, maybe the Rebbe, maybe the Rabban hold the whole Torah could also be in English if you don't understand it. Is there, uh, is yeah. there a difference between Shema and the whole thing? Shema, oh, Shema no. Kriya Shema is a Dorais. Right, right, right. So Kriya Shema. Right. No, it's Rabban like Megillah and like, right. and like right. Hollow. Yeah, that's right. We're not so that's the question. That's the question. Exactly. Exactly. But that's the question. The question is, 
can the whole Torah, which is supposed to be read, you're supposed to read the Torah, it's not, it's not, it is a derisa, it's a derisa, it's a derisa on the tzibur, on the tzibur, right. so in that so sense, yeah, so it means, but it means, can it be read in English? If, if, if the people understand only English, can you read it in English? That's the question. Can you see over here, does, does Rebbe of the Rabbanon hold about the rest of the Torah? You can't prove it from here, because over here, like we said, dafka for these reasons, the Rebbe of the Rabbanon say, Shema is to teach me it could be read in any language that they understand, and the Rabbanon, and, and, uh, and Rebbe chooses Vahayu to tell me, you know, it's got to be Dafka in Hebrew. What about Shemonesrei? Shemonesrei also has to be in order. This is all teaching me, the whole purpose of this was to teach me that they have to be in order, like Megillah, like Hallel, and like Shema, has to be in order. Rebbe learns that it has to be in order, what? From, from Advarim Hadvarim, and Rabbanan says Vahayu is to teach me that it's got to be in order. What about Tzvila Shemonesrei, Minolam? Shemonesrei also has to be in the order that we have it. We have the 18 brachas, the first three, the last three, and the 12 in between, or the 13 in between. So, uh, the cotton merchant, that was he was called, the cotton merchant, his dish monastery uh, brachas, he, the solder, he made this order of 18 brachas, on this order, he did it. The Gemara says, No, the ones who made the Shmonesrei were the 120 elders of the son of the Anshik Nesagdola, and among them were Nevi'im, Chagas Chari Malachi, maybe Mordechai. The Gemara is going to ask about this. What do you mean? Wasn't it the Anshik Nesagdola? What is this business about Shimon Apkuli doing over here? We'll talk about that. How do we know? That we start off praising the bracha, the avos, and others. Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Shnemar, Havul Hashem b'nei Elam, ascribe to Hashem, you sons of the mighty. But it really means is like like Rashi says, Haskiu lefanavus Eli Aretz, mentioned before God the powerful ones of the Aretz, meaning our avos, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Okay, so we start off with mentioning the avos. Menayin sheomer mgvuras. How do we how do we know afterwards? We say uh, the the of, the, of what of. Um, of uh, Gvuros, of the power of Hashem, Shem or Havul Hashem Kavod Oz, right? Ascribe to Hashem honor and might. When I show him Kedushos, right? This is also in that order. Havul Hashem and Elam, Havul Hashem Kavod Oz. How do we know we mentioned the holiness of Hashem, Shem or Havul Hashem Kavod Shemo? Ascribe to Hashem the honor of His name, Ishtachul Hashem, bow down to Hashem, Bahadras Kodesh, and the splendor of His holiness. So we, that's how we get those three. The first three are Avos, Gvuros, and and Kela Kadosh of Kadosh. Marol Mamar Bina. What do we start with afterwards? Atachon and Omdas, the field of understanding. It says, Acher uh, Kedusha. Why do we bring every Shnemar? Vehaktishu, Vehaktishu es Kedosh Yaakov. They will sanctify the holiness of Yaakov. It's okay, Yisrael, Yaritsu. And we will revere the God of Israel. The Samachlei, right afterwards in that Pasuk, in Yeshai, in Samachlei, the Yadu Toei Ruach Bina. And the people who who made a mistake, who erred in spirit, will understand. Will have understanding. So after we talk about the Kedush of Hashem, we start with Atarom Das, based on that Pasuk. What do we say afterwards? We talk about that bracha after Bina, Achar Bina, the Siv, and his heart will understand, and he will return, he will repent, and he will be healed. So it says, understanding, Bina, Tachonom Das, afterwards, Hashivenu. Okay, I understand that. So this is uh, this is the um, the uh, fourth and the fifth brachas, right? Atachinam das and Ashivenu. So Yachi Lemarufua Basra. So why don't we say Rafainu right afterwards? What's our order? We said Atachinam das. Then we have Ashivenu Tshuva, as we just said. Tshuva will be will follow Lavavo Yavin and then Tshuva, and then we have Slachlanu. 
So Gemara says, why doesn't if if he says Barafalo, Yahi Lemur Rafua Basra, why don't we say Rafua? Why don't we say Rafainu after Hashimainu? Right? The chu uh basura the chuva right after chuva after shove. So 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 he can't have such a middle sib. Via Shobal Shem to another Pasik says, Via Shobal Hashem Rachameyu, Velokeinu, Kiar Belisloach, right? With the Dear Shashem Yimotso. He will turn to God and God will have mercy upon him. Velokeinu Kiar Belisloach. So you say Slicha comes after after Shuva, right? Uh, so you say Slicha comes after Shuva, not Rafainu. So my chazas to samachas of samacha. So why are you samacha on this last pasuk where slicha slachlanu comes after tshuva? Why didn't you do the first one where after tshuva comes refainu? Right, right. answers. I got another pasuk. Pasuk says asolech achol v'naichi, who a God who forgives all your sins, harofei lechol tachlu aichi, who heals all your uh, all your sicknesses, hagoel mishachas chayochi, who uh, redeems your life. From the grave, so we got another part that says that soleach comes before refua. You see, this soleach comes before refua. So therefore, after tshuva, we have to have slicha. Slicha has to come before the refua, not after refua. The maimer the geula refua baser slichi. That's what it's telling you. Geula and refua come after slicha. So the question was, why after hashivenu don't we have refuenu? Because it says refalo. Because we had another pasuk that says v'shavah chamein v'yavah soch. So which one? But I got another pasuk, a third pasuk, and then afterwards Rafua and Gula. So Rafua and Gula come after Slicha. I have a Ksiv Shav Rafalo. So what do you do with that first pasuk? It says Tshuva and then Rafua. That's not physical healing from a sickness, being a remedy from a sickness, but rather, Ela Rafua the Slicha. It's the remedy, it's the Rafua, the remedy that comes from the Slicha. It's a spiritual remedy that comes from. Shem's forgiveness. If Hashem forgives you, then you are spiritually healed. That's the point. Maromaga. So that's why, so we understand why we have Chonem Das Hashivenu Slachna. Then Maromagula Bishviya. So the seventh brach is Geula. Why the seventh one? Because we're going to be redeemed in the seventh year. In the seventh year, eventually, in the seventh year of the Shemitah cycle, we're good. it's going to be our Geula. Rashi says it's not the full Geula, it's the Geula from the Tsaras. Because there's other, we're going to talk later on about Semach David we're going to talk about uh, the spiritual Geula later on. But the Geula from the Tsaras is going to come in the seventh year. What do you mean in the seventh year? We have a member that says, in the sixth year, there'll be noise, there'll be a lot of noise, there'll be a big tumult. In the seventh year, the Shemitah year, there'll be wars. Motzoy Shviyas, right after the right after the war, right after Shemitah, uh, Ben David Ba, Ben David Ba. So Ben David's coming. To, the Gula is going to come then in the eighth year, right? The answer is Mechamenami is Chalta the Gula. The war is also the beginning of the Gula. The war is the beginning of the Gula. So the war starts in the seventh year. So that's why he says that the Yamaro Lomer Rafua Bishminis. So why after after Reinov and Yenu Vrivarivenu do we have Rafuenu Hashem Ben Rafay? Rafua in the in the eighth bracha is Rafua. Why? Because the meal is on the on the eighth day of a kid's life. After Mila, you need a, you need to be healed. You just did an operation. So that's why they made the eighth bracha was refinu. Pardon? This is refuah be any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but why? Of course, right, right. But why? But why stick it on the eighth? It has some meaning on the eighth because of the meal. Because meal is on the eighth, so we put it on the eighth. So why is the ninth bracha where we ask for? Uh, you know, a, a bumper crop. We ask for grain. We ask for food, sustenance. And um, rain. Pardon? And rain. 
and rain. This is to, uh, to uproot or to get rid of the people who raise prices for the poor people. In other words, the people who try to, you know, to uh, make, uh, make bad prices, make high prices, so that the poor people will suffer. If it says, uh, break the arm, break the might of the evil person, and, uh, and that Pasuk, in, in that Parsha, we have it as in Tilim Perak Yud. It talks about that there should be a lot of uh, you know, crops and, and etc. Et and so we pray for that. So there should be, Rashi says that, uh, explains that the Russia is going after, you know, he's not, we're not talking about the highwaymen who rob the rich people. How do they rob the poor people? They rob the poor people by, by making price hikes gouging. and uh, get price gouging. Yeah. So we want to go away from them. The David Kiamra, and so what does that have to do with yeah. the ninth parak? Because David, when he said it, Kiamra Bachiasam, he said it in the ninth parak of Tilim. In the ninth parak of Tilim is that book of Shvor's Resha. That's the ninth parak of Tilim that we have. Right now, if you look on the side, it's, it's, the, it's really the 10th parak. And Rashi says it's really maybe the 8th parak. So it depends how you count the prakim. It's the 8th parak if you count the first two prakim together. Ashrei and Lama Rakshu, parak Aleph and parak Beis and Tilim. If they're one parsha, then it comes out the 8th as opposed to Rashi. And on the side he says, him Tomer Asira says, really the 10th one. So it's Ashrei and Lama Rakshu is one. So that's how it's the ninth one. And parak number nine and number ten, the way we have it, is also one, and that's how it comes out to eight. So it depends how you count it. Now in our tilim, it's the tenth parak. But but our Gemara is proving that it's that why is it the ninth bracha? Because it's in the ninth parak of tilim. So according to our Gemara, the tilim was not divided up the way we have it exactly 150 prakim, which some say was done by the guy. Upset, right? We had the four other, other cases like that. So according to our Gemara, the first and second prakim were really one parak. So we're off. The number is off by one. Okay. So therefore, you know, people make a holy thing out of uh, out of brachas of the number of the tilim. You know, there's a there's a you know there's a tradition where people say it's a skula. If a person is sick, they say the tilim number. Of, of the year, let's say the person is 75, so they say number 76, you know, so, <laughs> but the numbers are off anyway, right, according to this. All right, anyway, he said in nine parak the way he counted. So after Baruch we say, gather all the Jews in. Why that? You mountains of Israel, Spread your branches of prechem tisu and and bring forth your fruits. La ami Yisrael for my nation Israel ki lava. They're coming soon. They're coming soon. So what does that mean? The key, so since they're coming soon, so in other words, ideas that spread. When when should the produce be uh, the berkas hashanah where we pray for bumper crops and rain, etc. Why? Because the Jews are returning to the land. Ki lava. The kibush Once they Coming, in other words, gather on, gather in, uh, the in the in gathering of the Jewish people will follow the uh, the greening of the land. Let's say where the land produces, and once they all, all once the uh, exiles gather back into Israel, Nasu Din Bersham, Hashem is going to uh, judge the evil people. Shenemar Vashiva Yadi Alayich, I will put my hand on you, Betzrov Kabar Sichayich, and I will purify your your dross, your your impurities, like with with lye, with uh, you know with a heavy uh, heavy chemical, and then afterwards it says, and then I will return your judges like at the beginning of the So it says, what happens? Hashem is going to, once we had Kivas Galios, Hashem is going to uh, judge the, the, the uh, evildoers, and once we, 
the sinners will be finished, they'll be extinguished, for kolo zaydim imoim, and the, 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 real, the people who really do it on purpose, sin on purpose, will also be included in Shinemar, v'shever poshim v'chatom yachtov, the poshim v'chatom, whether they, the sinners of all kinds of sinners, how bad their sin was, whether it's uh, inadvertent or, or uh, really intentional, will all be, they will be destroyed, obviously the people, if there was really chatom over here, doesn't mean totally inadvertent, they wouldn't be punished that way, but still, the people who were very bad sinners, like poshim and zaydim, they will be punished, v'kivin shakolu ha-poshim, once the sinners will be gone, will be uh, will be uh, decimated, then the horn of the tzaddikim will, will rise up. In other words, their glory will come to I will cut off the horn of the evildoers it's a song, right? And the horns of the tzaddikim, of the righteous people, will be raised. And we're going to call the gerei tzaddik will also be included in Shinemar. That's what we say. We say we do the 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 the, uh, the shoftim shiva shoftim rishona, and we do the the uh, we do the uh, the judges will judge the bad people. The mashim is not mentioned over here, or maybe it's included in getting rid of the, the rishon uh, because mashim was maybe added on afterwards. Pardon me, sorry, afterwards, maybe the Gemara is not relating to that. Or it could be it is relating to it because when he does the Shiva Shavtanik Rishonim, we do think we, we judge the, the, when the judges come back and the courts are, are uh, reinstituted, so we'll get rid of the Mashinim and the Rishonim and the Cholibach, etc. Then afterwards, we pray for the, then the Tzadikim will be raised up, and we say, Valgeret Tzadik Valay, we include the Gerim with them also. Why? Because when they say Betokim, stand up, rise up for the elder, and you should honor the face of the Tam Chacham. Right after this, right after this, so include them too. Where is their horn raised? And where is their honor raised? And they are brought up again. That's why we say, that's the next one. Pray for the peace of Yerushalayim. The ones who love you will be serene. The Kimshin is Yerushalayim. Once Yerushalayim is built, what's the next one? As Semach David, right? Ba David, Ba will come Shneimar. Achar Yeshuv Bnei Yisrael. After the Jews return, Ubikshar Hashem Elohim, and they and they seek God, their Lord. Ba'is David Malcolm. Once they return, right? Once they return, they look for Es David. They look for David. The Kimshin Ba David. Basat Fila. And once David comes, Fila comes. Shema Kuleinu Hashem Elokeinu. We talk about the Fila, right? Why is that? Pasuk says, Shenemar, Babiyosim Elohar Kachel, I'll bring you to the mountain, my holy mountain, and I will rejoice you in the, in the house of my tefillah. In other words, once they come back, once David comes and the base of is reinstituted, their tefillah will be there too. After tefillah, Shema Kuleinu, what comes? Ritzay, which is the tefillah, we talk about the avoda in the base of Migdash. Right? So, Shemavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavav
the Al Kula Misbrachis from Amchal Chaim Yisrael. We have that. That's all part of Modim, right? Toshim Mudos. Then afterwards, we have El Kanim Kanz Brachenu Rabracha. That's Berkas Kohanim. After the Bracha of Thankfulness, right? Why do we have Berkas Kohanim Achor Da? The Chesivim says Vayis Aaron as Yadav. Aaron lifted up his hands. Allah by Yevarchim blessed them. By Yerev Me'asos Achatos for Ola. After he had come down from doing the Karbanos Achatos and Ola Vashlamim. So Eima Kodem Avoda. Maybe he's supposed to do it. Maybe it means. He'll, he'll bless the people before the Karbonos. Lo he can't say the Siv. Vayered me'asos ha'chatos. He came down from doing the chatos. Miksiv lasos. He doesn't say he came down to do the Karbonos after he blessed them. But rather, he came down after me'asos ksiv. He blessed them after he came down. Then he came down. After he blessed them, he came down from doing the avoda before. V'lemer achar avoda. So why don't you say it after avoda? So you said you have avoda, then hodo, then modim. And then Birkas Khanims. Maybe you should do it after Avoda. He says, Aaron blessed the people after he did the Avoda. So why don't you have Birkas Khanim after Avoda before Modim? Most of it says Zobayach Toda. It says Zobayach first Karbonus, then Toda. So my chazit Samachai, Samachai. So why why are you Somech on Zobayach and Toda? Why aren't you Somech on Bayis Arnas Yadavella Ambayavarchim Yav Mesasachatos? That Aaron blessed the people after he did the Karbonus. So why don't you do that way? Mistavra Avoda Vadoa Chadahi, Chadamilsahi. But avoda and oda is one thing. Unfortunately, have different interpretations. Rashi says in well, the second line, afoda avoda shemakam. Thanking is also part of avoda. Part of the service of God is thanking Him. So avoda and oda is one thing. So if you have avoda, then oda, and then bikas kaim. Umarom is sim shalom. Why do you have sim shalom? The last bracha acher bikas kaim. Tzchiv is someone shmei Israel. Shmiel b'nei Israel. Put my name on Israel. B'nei and I will bless them. B'nei avarchem. Bracha to Kodesh Baruch Hu What's the bracha of Hashem? Shalom. Right, Shemar, Hashem Yivarechas and Moba Shalom. Hashem blessed them with Shalom. Right, it's not Hashem's name. So we have Sim Shalom because Hashem blesses them, and the bracha of Hashem is Shalom. So we have Shalom after the Sum of Israel. Hashem the Kohanim will bear Kohanim. Right, ends up with that too. The Sum of Shmuel Ben Israel put my name in Israel, meaning you Kohanim bless the Jews, and then I will bless them. Hashem bless them with Shalom. The Chimiacher. The may have asked him, wait a minute. He said, the 120 Kanim, the Anshik Nesidola, Umayam come in the Vim, and among them some of the Vim, Tiknu Tfila, La Seder. They were attacking the Tfila in order. So, what was Shimon Akuli doing over here? Shimon Akuli, my history, what did he do? Shachachum. They originally, they, of course, it was done by the Anshik Nesidola. We have that Kabbalah, Anshik Nesidola, the one who made the Seder of Shimon Esrei. And we just explained the reason for the order, all based on these different Sukkim in Tanakh, why they have to be in that order. Um, what did he do? Shishachlum, they, he, they, they instituted him, they forgot, and people forgot. And then he was metakin them again. So he, they, they forgot him, and then he went back and he was Masada the Gemini. Mikam um, Ve'elach, that's it. That's all you do. That Shemon is all the Tfilas and Tishbachos that we say. Don't add anything more. Don't add anything more. We, in the Tfilah that that the that the Ajak was Masadar, that's what we say. We don't add any except for a personal wish. That's not Shvachas for Hashem. A personal God help me from this. Somebody is sick or somebody has a problem that you can put a private tefillah in Shmanasri. That's a personal tefillah to you. But we're talking about the Shvach of Hashem that we praise God with all these things. That's it. Who can utter the might of Hashem? Yashmiya Kol Tihilaso. Who can be? Who can make here all his praise? Lemino lemal. Who could speak? Gvuras Hashem. Who can speak the greatness of Hashem? Lemishiyachol Hashem To one who can say all the tilos, meaning, and nobody can do that. 
we can't say all the tefillos because we're not we're, we're we're human. We can't we're not capable of saying everything. Like the like somebody who wanted to add on, and then the Rebbe said to him, "Are you done? You know, you're done now. You can never finish. So better not say anything. You know, that's it. You can that's shmenes right, right, shmenes right, right. We also we say or or whatever the rabbis instituted. For example, in Nishmas, we also say a lot of tishbachos. Uh, Only what the rabbi said. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just saying. That's just saying. Uh, that's just saying. Thank God. That's like saying thank God. We thank God for everything. Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Todah la'el. That's okay. We're thanking God. But singing the praises. God is this and God is that and God can do this and God can do that. That we don't do. <laughs> if you say too many of the praises of Hashem more than, more than is necessary, more too much, meaning more than the rabbi's sanction, Nekamon will be uprooted from the world. Shnemar, high is super low. Can you say to him, when I speak, if a man says that, he will be swallowed up. And Rashi says in the third line in Rashi, Can you say all is shvach, all of it? I'm going to say more. He'll be swallowed up. from that place, That was another, maybe the name for the same place. Maybe Gvuria is in Aramaic and Gibrochail is whatever in, in Hebrew, or maybe a different place. Might have said, Pasuk says, Lachad Dumia Tehila, silence is your praise, Hashem. In other words, the way to praise Hashem is by keeping silent. Uh, other than what the rabbi sanctioned, Shmanesre, Adavling, etc., you want to praise Hashem, be smart and do it silently. That's the way to do it, because you say too much, you can't, you, you're, you're limiting Hashem by only saying, once you start, you know, when you stop, that means that uh, you're saying it's limited. God is limited to these things that I said. No, God is limitless. So silence is your praise Hashem. And, and what is it? And, and that's the posh Hashem. The elixir, the remedy for everything is keeping your mouth shut. Mashtoka, that mashtoka, keeping quiet is the heals everything. Whenever there's something going on and you keep your mouth shut, that heals the problem. Ravdimi, Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael. Amri, Amri, they say there's a saying in Eretz Yisrael. Mila basella. If one word is sold for a dollar, then mashtoka betraying. Then being quiet, silence goes for two dollars. You know, understand? To show you that silence is worth a lot more than talking, and that's a great lesson. Some of the kolam mashtoka. All right, we'll stop here. Um, you know, yeah. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Let's show you. What came first, the, the brachas, chicken. the brachas, or trying to fit it into a secret?